Hi guys, happy Friday. Well, you're listening to this on a Tuesday, but it's Friday for me. I'm at my office and I felt compelled to get out the microphone. So the thing with podcasting is usually you're sitting down, you have it mapped out, uh, but there's those times um, where something just sparks in my mind and I feel like I need to talk about this and Sometimes I write notes and then I email myself and um, then I try to, you know, come back to it. But I think sometimes it's just better just to kind of wing it. That's just how I work creatively as well. I know it's not the most organized way, but that's kind of works for me sometimes. So um, I'm going to read straight from my email because I send myself a ton of emails with notes. Um So this email was, I sent it to myself January 25th, but then I was having just some moments today while I was filming some reels. And so I just wanted to pull out my notes and get to recording. But at the top of it, I specifically typed out, this is a podcast for anyone who believes in signs, wants to believe in signs, is afraid to take that next step, needs help deciding what that next step should be. Um, I feel like I don't want to say I feel like. Uh, I know that there are so many of you that are feeling this way. You're looking for a sign. You've seen a sign. You're afraid to take the next step. You need help deciding what to do next. I talk to a ton of women uh, through my coaching calls. I also talk to so many of you through Instagram, through direct messages. Like I have really in-depth conversations with a ton of you. And this is the thing that I keep hearing. Um, And honestly, I'm okay with, with sharing this as well. I'm in the same boat. I'm just like everyone else. My business ebbs and flows. I want to do less. I want to do more. I feel conflicted. Maybe I want to try this new thing. Maybe I want to sell this new product. Oh, that product's not working. What if I did this? What if I did that? Uh, we're all kind of like that, right? Uh, the, the awesome thing about the beauty industry is there's so many opportunities, but that's also the downside is that there's so many opportunities. And for someone who's easily scattered um, and easily like uh, distracted. That's me. Sometimes having all those options isn't necessarily a blessing, right? Um, so I'm kind of in this place right now where I'm trying to declutter and I'm trying to remove the things that quite frankly, I don't have time for anymore. And the things that really aren't making me the most money and aren't enjoyable for me. Because look, here's the reality. Uh, I think it's beautiful when people say like, do what sets your soul on fire, work smarter, not harder. When you love what you do, it won't feel like work. (laughs) But I'm a realist. There are the roses of what we do and there are the thorns. And that's the case for really any job. So there's going to be things that might make you a ton of money that you don't really like. But if you need to make money, you need to make money. Now, there may be things that you really, really love doing that you could do all day for free forever. And they don't make you a ton of money. But if you're willing to invest the time and energy, you could possibly get to the point where that thing that you love that's not making you a ton of money could potentially be your main source of income. So um, where I'm going with this is like, <laughs> things change, people evolve, uh, you might like something one day and not the next. Uh, it's okay, be, be, be easy on yourself. 
uh, take a minute, take a step back. I read in this book recently, it's called The Magic of a Tiny Business. Um, She says, whenever you're feeling stressed or you have to make a big work decision or life decision, whatever the case may be, she said that she, this is what she would do for her kids. And it kind of pertains to business. She would hand them a glass of water. So when they were having a meltdown or when they, you know, fell and scraped their knee, whatever the case was, she would first hand them a glass of water, then they would figure out what they were going to do next, or then they were going to get to, you know, the pain of the knee or, you know, their friend hurting their feelings. And so this can go with business. Before you think about all the things that you have to do, and I'm speaking to myself as well, take a moment, a moment and have a glass of water. And what I've been doing recently too is writing down everything. And my fiance is really incredible with this. He has just like this, I don't, this brain that I will never understand and it's beautiful. But he's so logical in a way that he's like, you know, everything feels like a a giant mountain. And he even explained this to me while we were laying in bed one day. He's like, everything that you're doing right now is like this. And he opens his arms really, really wide. And he's like, you're out here and you're trying to bring it all in instead of starting small, starting close to your body. So then he's making a tiny circle and he's like, and then expanding out. I don't know if that makes any sense, but when he did it and when we were laying in bed talking about it, I was like, oh, you're so right. Like I'm trying to rein in all these ideas and I'm really, really, really trying to focus all on this one thing. And really I need to start with this one little thing and then work my way out. So I know that's kind of a weird tangent, but um, it just clicked for me. And I have those moments so often where I'm like, God, if I could just record this, this would, I know this would resonate with someone if I could just share this. And there's only so much time on social media. And I know that a lot of you that are listening get really, you know, feel really crummy about social media. And so it's hard because that's where I've like built my community. That's where I've met so many of you and become, you know, friends. And that's how you're listening to the podcast. So I I personally love it, but I understand, you know, the need to pull out from it sometimes. So that's why I get on here. Hopefully I can get a little bit more in depth with things and, and share stories like that. But, um, you know, going back to what I was talking to, it's, it's really just decluttering. So I talked to so many of you through coaching. And you know, the number one thing that I hear is like, I don't know where to start. And here's the thing, you could probably do five things that are on your on your list. I could probably do the same. But do you have the time? Do you have the time? And are you willing to give up time to focus on that thing? Um, so for me, for example, I have things that I want to do. Am I capable of doing them? 100%. Do I have the time? No. (laughs) So some of you have the time and some of you are able and that's great. But maybe you don't. Can you hire someone to help you become more able? Can you can you potentially hire someone part time to help you reach those goals a little bit quicker? Or is it something that you realize, you know what, this needs to be put on hold. I have more important things to focus on. For me, that's currently where I'm at in my business. I, The hardest thing about having a baby hasn't been the sleepless nights or, you know, I, I know that people are going to roll their eyes, but my daughter rarely cries. And so I haven't even had to deal with that yet. Uh, and she's a great sleeper. But 
<laughs> you're always tired. I mean, that's the thing. People would say that to me before I had her. And I was like, okay, cool. I get it. I'm, you're always tired. But it's true. You're always kind of hungover when you have a kid. Um, and I don't even drink anymore. So, but really the hardest thing for me has been having to shut down parts of my entrepreneurial spirit and having to shut down parts of my brain and and put my phone down and put my computer away and give her all my attention. And inside I'm stewing. I'm like thinking about something that I want to launch or, you know, my e-guide where the cover wasn't the way I wanted it to. Now I have to wait until tomorrow to send the email approving the new cover of the ebook when really before I had her, I would have been on my phone until midnight, you know, and that's the hardest part for me is like, I'm having to give up some things for the greater good of, you know, raising her, but it's hard. It's really hard. And I, I share with my fiance a lot about it because I, it's a, it's a struggle. There's so much I want to do and there's so much that I know that I can do. And that's what's even more frustrating is that I know I have it in me and I just have to put it on hold. And so a lot of things like that have been happening in my life lately and so many incredible things. Um, you know, like when I first started my business, I was just in a completely different headspace and I had so much time, I had so much energy. I was, you know, like I just was all, all in and now I can't be all in, but I feel like what I'm doing now has more meaning. Um, I love talking with you guys on Zoom and I love helping you guys with your business. Yesterday, I helped somebody recreate her whole facial menu and I help someone else organize their content. And like that actually really, really brings me joy. I love creating products and the t-shirts and that's all fun. But that is what I've realized has gotten me to this point where I can record a podcast, where I can, you know, coach some of you and help you with your businesses. And I can, you know, help you design your websites because a lot of you are just really focused on working in your treatment room and you need you need backup. So I like being that backup girl. Um but anyway, that's just like something I've been thinking about lately is just a lot of you are feeling stuck. A lot of you are feeling like you're not doing enough and that there's always more to be done. And guess what? That's the truth. Like you're never going to feel like you're doing enough. There's always going to be more things. And my best advice for right now in this moment is to enjoy what you have enjoy the people in your life enjoy your family enjoy your kids I know that that's easier said than done but just give yourself a little bit more credit you know and if you're really really struggling with this still see what you can instantly eliminate to make yourself happier um, I had a call yesterday with someone and the number one thing on her list was feeling burnt out with clients and she wasn't loving the hours that she was working. And I said, we broke down how many clients she had at the end of her day that she didn't really want to take. And it was, you know, it was a pretty low number. And I said, are you willing to give them up and make a little bit less money to work the hours that you want? And it was, there was no question. It wasn't like a, mm, I don't, I'm not sure. It was like, yes. I said, great, this is your new schedule. Implement it tomorrow. And you know what? She's probably going to be 50% happier than she was when we got on that call. And that was something that she could have done instantly, but she just needed that reassurance from me, I guess. So I was happy to give it to her because that was such an easy decision to make. Um, if you're feeling burned out, condense your schedule, take a few less clients, uh, 
work on, you know, selling your products. Uh, I have another thing in my notes, like if you want that thing, let's say you want to stop taking so many clients so you can be home more. Um, are you willing to then ramp up being on social media a little bit to sell products to make up for that lost revenue? That's something that I did in the beginning when I was lashing and I was doing facials and I was doing brows and I was doing spray tans. I was doing everything. I wanted to be a one-stop shop for my clients. That was my goal. And I still see nothing wrong with that. I think it's incredible that uh, we could have a client come in and that they could get a full makeover minus like Botox and like lipo, <laughs> but they can get all that with us in one shot and we can make so much money. So I'm a big fan of like being a one-stop shop. Now, I think it's great to be a, have like a specialty, but um, yeah, so I was doing all the things and I was getting so burnt out. And so that's why I came up with the products and kind of just went with that. And it was a lot of work. I was busier doing, you know, that than I was actually taking clients because my mind was split and my brain was split and my ideas were split. I was in my treatment room thinking about my products and then in doing my products thinking about taking my clients and like trying to manage both and it was really, really hard. But I finally got to the point where I was like, wait, I think I can support myself with just selling my products, which was crazy. I never, I didn't think that it would become a thing. Um... I did it for years and just like built that money up in my bank account and didn't touch it. So uh, I was willing to put in the work. And that's the other thing too, is I was willing to do it for free. And I did for, for five years. That's a pretty good amount of time to work on a side hustle. Um, so yeah, you just have to be willing to to really do the work and to eliminate things first before you start piling things back onto your plate. So I'm in the process of doing that right now where I'm figuring out what what are the things that really truly make me happy in my business? What are the things that aren't making me a ton of money that if I eliminated, I would be freeing up hours to work on something that's potentially going to make me more money? And um, sometimes it's a tough pill to swallow. It's really difficult to go into your own business and have to kind of give yourself uh, an evaluation, especially when you aren't a numbers person or that's not really your thing. I mean, for the most part, I've just kind of cruised. And I think a lot of you are the same where it's like you just got you just became a business owner or you just became an esthetician and you just rolled with it. And then uh, there's times where you're actually you need to be you need to hold yourself accountable and check your numbers and check what's going on. Like what are your what are your number one sellers? What are things you need to take off your menu? What do you need to eliminate um, so that you can make more money? Okay, so we're going to switch gears a little bit. My other notes that I had on my phone were all about side hustles. I love a good side hustle. You know why? Because you can just make cash doing random things. Like, I give the people on TaskRabbit so many props because most of them have full-time jobs, part-time jobs, you know, doing something else, and then they're on TaskRabbit doing their side hustle, whether it's painting or organizing, cleaning, whatever it may be. So let's talk about side hustles. So many of you guys want a side hustle. You want to be doing something different. You want to get out of your treatment room. Now, I actually, this is not in my notes, but I need to touch on this. I feel like for most of you listening, you knew that I had a podcast before called the Beauty Biz BFFs. It is no longer. It's still up on iTunes and Spotify. Um, and there's some really great episodes. But one thing that I want to say is that 
I, and I can't really remember, but I know that we talked a lot about getting out of the treatment room, right? Like that's the goal to get out of the treatment room. I actually kind of wish I could take that back because my feelings about getting out of the treatment room have evolved. And I'll tell you why. Um, well, just to break it down, selling products and having an online business is lovely. You can work from home. You can, your hours can be flexible, but it takes a lot more time. It takes a lot more effort and you have to sell a lot more things to make the kind of money that you're making in that treatment room. So yes, having that side hustle, selling products, creating your own product, uh, doing, you know, what I've done, that's all great, but you have to be pumping out a lot of volume in order to make, and I say make because actually make in your pocket $500, $1,000, $2,000, $5,000. So I really, I think it's so great that, that, that you guys want to, or some of you want to get out of the treatment room, but what I will say is don't rush, rush that experience. And if you're feeling good and you're booked, take that money. <laughs> Your overhead shouldn't be too high. That's my best advice as well. But most of what you make in that treatment room is profit. And when I was still lashing, that's how I was able to work on my side hustle and then grow it. But I gave it time. Um, you know, I was booked pretty solid for years taking well, at first I was doing facials and brows and yada, yada, then lashes, but um, my overhead was pretty low, right? And so my money, the money that I was making that I had left over is what I was, I was saving some and then I was putting that into products and selling the products to make more money. But I was only able to do that because I was in the treatment room. Um, you know, 2020 hit and obviously COVID shut down everything and I had just gotten uh, neck surgery. So um, so I was actually forced out of the treatment room, but it kind of came at the perfect time because I was like, wait, I think I can actually do this full time. So here, here I am doing it full time now, but I will say it takes so much more bandwidth uh, for me to do what I'm doing than it did when I was in that room. And I'm only saying this because I want you guys just to appreciate what you have. And and I miss taking clients. Like I miss that fast cash. <laughs> I really do. So, you know, I've thought about kind of dabbling in it. Obviously the money's great. And because I just like, I miss doing lashes. I miss uh, like shaping brows. I just miss being hands-on. I think that's when you're creative. It's getting your hands dirty is the most fun and uh that's why I miss sometimes like I like to package up orders because I used to do it all the time now it's like not necessarily worth my time but I really really like doing it I think because it just feels like okay here's the task I'm getting it done I've completed the task and that's how I feel when I'm in that room doing lashes or facial or whatever I feel like okay I've got one thing to do right now and it's to make sure my client's happy boom cross it off on to the next. Uh, with what I do now, it's so much stuff. It's like post on social media, get graphics ready for the following month and make sure you've got promo cards and make sure you've got designs and are you on trend? Are the colors right? It's like a lot of details. So um, I will say if you want to start a side hustle, great. Do it while you're in that treatment room. I wouldn't rush to, to get out 
uh, to focus on the side hustle unless you really, really, truly know that you're ready. And you might know that you're ready, and I think that's great. But uh, going back to what I said about the old podcast, I just wish that I would have, I don't know, um, motivated you guys to, and I'm sure maybe I did, but I wish I would have said more about, you know, like staying in the treatment room. Uh, you can do it until you're 50. You could do it till you're 60. You know, for me, when I was doing, I was like, oh my gosh, am I going to be doing this at 50 years old? But now I'm, I'm going to be 37 tomorrow, the 20th of January. And I'm like, wait, I could 100% be doing lashes at 50. So anyway, there's just, I just wish I would have said things differently, but I'm saying them different now. Um, Take advantage of that treatment room. Take advantage of the money you're making taking clients. And if you want to start something, if you want to start a side hustle, just stockpile a little bit of money away and um, put your focus in that. But um, I, I wrote down a few you know, tips for starting a side hustle. One is to not undervalue your skill set. And actually, my fiance said that to me as well the other day. He always gives me really great advice. He's like, don't undervalue what you know. Don't undervalue what you're capable of and what you, the the tools that you have in your belt and the knowledge that you have. And I think that's so important to remind you guys of that as well. And write down what you're passionate about, what excites you. Um, this could be what you're doing now. It could be something totally different. For me, um, I never even knew that this industry really existed. I was always really passionate about fashion and I guess I would say beauty and like skincare and stuff, but it wasn't something that I thought would become a career, but I was really into writing and I always thought that I I would have a blog or wanted to have a blog. I just like had, I've always had this entrepreneurial, you know, spirit and in me. And at one point I was making <laughs> jewelry and attempting to make necklaces and like bracelets and oh my gosh but uh and so it if I would have written down all the things um I, a long time ago too I was like really into can like before Canva was Canva I was like cranking out Canva graphics um and so it's so funny that now I'm kind of doing that for you know like women with my coaching calls and making graphics for people I love it I could do it all day and I feel like I'm really really good at it so that's kind of was my side hustle as well but uh it just if I would have written down the things then maybe I would have had a clearer idea of what I wanted to do with my life um so definitely write things down what what are you really really into it could be you know like web design it could be social media it could be products and like photography and think about those things and how they could complement your business now uh who's to say that you can't be an esthetician and a photographer right like estheticians need photographers so that's just like an idea that comes to mind for me it's like I was a lash artist esthetician and then I started selling products and then you know I just started sharing how I did it and I started sharing tips and people liked the way that I shared um my story and so that turned into podcasting and blogging and now I'm sitting here recording a podcast so it's an episode so you never know where your side hustle can take you and you never know where your passions and can take you but with that being said don't confuse your passions for a true side hustle um you know like you got to make sure that for one that you would do this thing for free if you could for a while because it does take time to learn the space that you're 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 wanting to enter but to um you know 
for example, like you could be really good at cooking, but that doesn't mean you need to become a chef or start selling your food because you might not enjoy it as much anymore. So that's just something to think about as well. Um, And then this is something I love. And I actually heard this on a podcast recently. Don't assume that people already know. People are consuming content every day. You can share basic information because people consume different content for different reasons. And if you are, let's say you're trying to be in the position that I'm in, um, what I'm sharing isn't necessarily anything new. It's just the way that I'm saying it. And it's, uh, it, it just resonates differently because it's coming from me. And you guys want to hear it from me. You don't want to hear it from Sarah down the street. Maybe you do, but that's why I'm here because you guys like me, you trust me. And yeah, I, I, I'm i not necessarily sharing anything groundbreaking or that hasn't been said before. So if you feel like, oh, I don't have enough expertise or, you know, what I what I'm sharing is just like basic knowledge. It's not somebody needs to hear it. We all need to start somewhere. I personally love sharing basic ass tips. I love sharing information for new estheticians, new lash artists, fresh people, because they have nothing to go off of for one. Two, they just have open minds. Um, and I think basic knowledge is just really, really underrated. I think we all could use some basic tips in our life. So I personally love helping new estheticians, new lash artists, new people in the industry, because they're just like bright eyed and bushy tailed. And I think that that's so great. Um, I also love the OGs, you know, because you guys get it, you get, <laughs> you get the struggle. Um, but anyway, what you might view as basic is is needed by someone else. So hopefully that encourages you when, you know, you're working on your side hustle, or maybe you're, you know, creating content, you're like, Oh, my gosh, if this has already been said before, or you've seen it before, it doesn't matter your people, your audience, they're watching you, they're listening to you, they want to know what you have to say. And they like the way that you say it. So that is just a reminder. Um, with that being said, I just want to wrap this up and tell you guys how incredible you are. Thank you for supporting me along this journey. I, you know, became a mom last year on August 9th and I feel like it changed my whole world. I'm still the same person, but so many things are are changing for me in a good way good way and I'm really excited and I just I hope that I can continue to motivate you guys and just inspire you and be your like your safe space um I I just I want to be your friend and I want to be the person that you can go to when you need advice and that's what I've done for so many years and I I love it I I'm, I'm getting back in my groove and I feel like I'm like okay, I'm back in my social media game and I'm back in the podcasting game and like doing all these things. And um, it just took a while. It's been like, what, six months since I had Jude. Um, and so, yeah, I feel like I'm back. I'm a little bit different, but also like <laughs> I'm 37. And what's crazy is I went to esthetician school when I was 27. That was a decade ago. So how can I expect to be the person that I was then? You know, I scroll back and look at old photos and like the photo shoots that I used to do. And those are all great. And those are all so fun. And those got me to where I am now. But I don't know if I'll ever do those again. And that's okay. Or I might have to do something that's like a little bit more appropriate for a 37 year old, whatever that means. But um, I just appreciate you guys 
accepting me and you know just as I accept you and just following along and supporting and I hope you found this podcast episode insightful I hope there was something in it that sparked you know like a thought in your mind or an idea in your mind and and just know that uh, I'm here if you ever want to book a coaching call with me you could book a call with me I help people with everything you can imagine in your business like I I really do it all I have been working on people's websites recently and like graphics for social media um, content creation organization you know revamping menus business cards anyway it's crazy but I really love that part so I'm hoping to focus up more of that for this year coming up and uh, for listeners I have a special code and I believe it's <laughs> I can't believe it. it's dear lash love diaries oh my gosh I'm gonna pull it up on my phone because I'm not positive but Abby made it for me um, but for those listening we made you a code yes dll diaries and that is for 20 percent off a coaching call with me and yeah if you guys like this podcast i would love if you would write me a review share it on your your instagram tell a friend um and this will be um i'm recording episodes every two weeks so for now, we're doing bi-weekly and maybe I'll get into weekly, but for now, this is what I can do. But I hope you guys have a great week. If you need me, you can pop into my DMs. You know where to find me. And yeah, that's it.